a lot of people are saying email marketing is dead, it's dying, but I mean, people are still getting phenomenal results with email yeah, marketing. Yeah, it, it is dead for people that aren't using it correctly. Yeah. So gone are the days where you'll bang out one EDM a week to your 30,000 or 50,000 subscribers um, because you just see open rates declining mm. like a very steep hill. Yeah. Um, however, where you're correct in where people are seeing strong growth in it is where you're able to segment that database down. So what we do at Thoughtful for our clients um, is straight away. Ah, yeah. Left you on a cliffhanger. Creating emails for your business is simple, but cutting through the noise is crucial. With around 3 billion emails sent a day, yes, 3 billion, alongside any other marketing branch for your small business, it's essential to use it correctly to optimize those returns. To find out how to fix your email marketing problems and more, you should listen to this episode of Forward Thinking. Hey everyone, I'm Darren Lake, the audio content manager here at Medigy. Welcome to Forward Thinking, a podcast by Medigy. In this series, we speak with inspirational business owners, brands, and marketing experts to learn from their experiences on the front line and uncover what it takes to build a world-class business. Prav De Silva, founder and chief growth officer at the Thoughtful Agency, is here to fix all your e-commerce and general email marketing problems. After 10 years of experience working for large brands and icons like Glue Store, Tiger Mist, Sydney's Bondi Icebergs, and Tim Cahill and Cahill Plus, Prav takes a different approach to convert his engagement into sales. His work with his team at the Thoughtful Agency specializes in a range of strategies, from digital and e-commerce to CRM marketing. Learn some of his and the Thoughtful Agency's practices in this episode. In this episode, you'll learn what to brainstorm before initiating an e-commerce strategy, applying an influencer marketing strategy, how to reactivate an inactive customer, identifying the email automation workflow, the psychology behind email competitions, and much more. Let's get into the chat with Medigy's head of content, Brendan Hill, and Prav. So Prav, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Brennan. It's good fun to be here. Looking forward to it. So, I mean, a lot of small and medium-sized businesses, I mean, obviously want to get into e-commerce. They see it as, you know, a fairly, you know, lucrative way to make money. Definitely. Obviously, yeah. a lot of success stories. I mean, what, what are some of the main, I guess, tips that you would give people looking to get into e-commerce or potentially? Yeah, I think you know, um, one of the big starting points is to start with expectation being sort of even keel. So what I mean by that is e-commerce isn't a tap that you just turn on and it just, you know, fountains out orders and e-commerce revenue. Right. Um, you need to look at it with your brand first. Um, what is your brand? Um, but I think the actionable tips um, for your listeners today is to really understand you know, what are you in e-commerce to do? And obviously you're there to sell product, but, you know, what is your commitment in terms of financial commitments um, to product and stockholding? Yep. Um, and to really just end it with, um, you know, looking at what your revenue target looks like for a 12-month period. Um, and then it becomes a simple game because you have a revenue target and then you have traffic requirements that need to be met. So what website traffic is needed to hit a revenue of X? Um, and that what follows, I guess, underneath that, uh, Brennan, is, um, you know, all your channels, um, Facebook, Google, social, um, paid traffic, content marketing to support that traffic requirement to meet the revenue. So 
Yeah, I, I guess speaking of those those channels, like I guess a lot of feedback we get from Medigy customers, they don't know which channels to focus on. Are there any sort of stories or lessons that you can give us towards making yeah, that decision? Yeah, so you know, one of the our customers and our clients at the Thoughtful Agency are predominantly lifestyle and fashion brands, right. who are you know very fortunate. Our clients are that they have close to some of them have five hundred thousand Instagram followers. Wow! Right. So, um, with the algorithm shifting and organic reach, um, I guess lessening um, in potency, um, social advertising is a big thing that drives not only traffic, but ROI. So, you know, when we look at the most lucrative channels, some of our clients are generating, you know, up to 14 to one ROI on their media spend. So, you know, that is, you know, if they're spending $10,000 a month on social ads, they're generating $140,000 in revenue out of Facebook and Instagram ads. So, that is the channel that, you know, obviously the consumer's glued to, you know, um, and then Likewise, there's really, you know, strong opportunity to scale with social advertising. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I guess we can't all afford to hire the Kardashians for, mm-hmm. I guess, a influencer campaign on Instagram. I mean, what are some of the tips that you give, I guess, your clients on how to, you know, get influencers involved with your business on these Yeah, channels? well, I think the influencer game um, has become a lot harder than what it was in, say, you know, the golden era of 2013, 14, yeah. where, you know, a lot of brands were able to seed product very quickly with talent. Um, now it's a marketplace where talent have managers. So mm. even those micro influencers who have thirty or forty thousand inf- followers, yeah. they're managed by someone who is trying to generate at least a couple of hundred dollars a post. So nowadays it's getting back to actually more of those curated events around, okay, what is our brand about, and creating an experience for influencers to attend. So it might be a you know beautiful luncheon on the harbour somewhere where the brand can see their product to influencers, talk right. about it, but the influencers there to engage with the brand. And, you know, Instagram stories is a big one um, where, you know, influencers are saying, I'm at this event, tagging in the event, you know, their consumers are seeing it in real time. So, um, yeah, I'd say take it back to basics, really. Yeah. Um, almost treat influencers like media. So back to the old days where you do press events and media luncheons and media events, but okay. this is very influencer focused. Right. So many areas to focus on, obviously, in e-commerce. I mean, what what's one sort of area that you wish you were more of an expert in right now? Yeah, I think um, one of the key things is, um, I guess, you know, ECRM um, and customer journey mapping, um, yeah. and actually understanding what is the true lifetime value of a customer, mm. uh, which the big e-commerce businesses like yeah, Amazon's and you know um, are able to do because they have data analysts sitting behind yeah. you know um, the platforms. Um, so yeah, I think probably you know data analysis around true customer value pinned down into email marketing. And I mean, speaking of email marketing, a lot of people are saying email marketing is dead, it's dying, but I mean, people are still getting phenomenal results with email marketing. Yeah, look, um, to answer your point, it is dead for people that aren't using it correctly. Yeah. So gone are the days where you'll bang out one EDM a week to your 30,000 or 50,000 subscribers um, because you just see open rates declining Mm. like a very steep hill. Um, However, where you're correct in where people are seeing strong growth in it is where you're able to segment that database down. So what we do at Thoughtful for our clients um, is straight away we segment it 
based on recent purchases, so people who have recently purchased in the last three to six months, okay. right? So we consider them your loyal customers um, or recency. And then um, the biggest kind of low-hanging fruit is look at the customers who have not purchased from you in the last 12 months, mm-hmm. right? So we call them um, inactive customer segments and what's something we can do to reactivate that inactive customer segment. Okay. Um, so essentially, if someone is an inactive consumer, you're not flogging them an EDM once a you know, once a, uh, a week, um, you're slowing down your communication to them and you're sending them something around sale, uh, 50% off, VIP codes. Mm-hmm. You're treating them as someone who basically is pulled away from your brand. You're trying to lure them back in. Yeah. So it's almost like rather than just using just one EDM for everyone, mm-hmm. you're just going back and looking at from a customer journey and, you know, what's their experience with the brand? Okay, they've purchased, but they haven't purchased from you in the last 12 months. So what can we do to get them back? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, obviously the email list is still super important. I mean, the points that you've just touched on as well. I mean, can you tell us any stories of any campaigns on any of your clients, like how are they collecting these emails? How do people struggle to get emails? So, um, you know, one of the key things is email data acquisition. Um, if you're not actually going out and trying to create a unique experience where you can promote that on social and essentially take your social followers into email, you know, data. Um, So what I mean by that is uh, one of the most successful um, executions we've done is a unique experience. So it could be a trip to Palm Springs. It could be a trip to Bali. Um, Australians love to travel, right? So you put a trip in front of them sponsored by the brand, um, and you're able to generate, you know, close to seven, ten thousand um, new database subscribers. Wow. Um, and the trick to that is, is you basically, as soon as someone enters that competition, you're creating email automation workflows. So it, you know, thanks for entering, and then you know they've got a promo code to shop the brand, yep. and you let them know that the winner will be announced on, you know, such and such a date. So they're always kind of constantly engaged because they're waiting to see when the winner gets announced. But you're trying to bring them into a customer um, conversion perspective straight away. Yeah, nice. nice. And speaking of emailing, what, what sort of email tools do you guys recommend? So we've gone off, um, I guess, historically working with clients who have inherently used MailChimp. Right. Um, so we've gone into work with a client and they're using MailChimp, um, which has been, you know, served the e-commerce community and marketers um, incredibly well for years, yeah, right? Sure. Um, but with any technology, um, especially marketing-related, um, you know, technology, there's always new innovators in the space. So we're um, deploying a platform called Drip for okay. our um, clients, um, which is an eCRM, which allows us to segment and also provide better analytics to our um, digital designers around heat mapping, around, you know, what is actually being clicked through and plugs, drip plugs in really well with Shopify as well. So a lot of our clients are on Shopify. So I guess, yeah, that's the, you know, that's the hot new thing at the moment, not just sort of um, take anything away from MailChimp or any other email providers, just that drip also charges clients based on how many emails they have rather than, you know, a premium or a, introduction where you, you know, rate per month fluctuates. Yeah, it's purely, right. a, you know, one product yeah. and they charge based on emails that you have. So there's some economies of scale for clients there yeah. with Drip, yeah. And I guess there's a bit of a trend at the moment with the uh, email platforms, you know, making 
back to your point about mapping out the customer journey, it's making the automation flow a lot easier, like the drag and drop functionality. Is that something that Drip sort of focuses yeah, on correct. as well? Yeah, correct. So Drip, um, the whole design process around creating templates is a drag and drop um, within, you know, that um, feature. So, um, yeah, it is very easy to use. So, you know, our key thing as an agency is we want our clients to be able to send out EDMs and emails themselves at scale, not just relying on an agency resource to do it. So, um, yeah, we're able to quickly get them up to speed with it. But generally with Drip, the key thing is that the client knows how to send out EDMs. That's not the hard part, but it's about contextually relevant EDMs going into very... We better mention that this episode is not sponsored by Drip, just quickly. <laughs> Definitely. And I mean, while we're on the topic of tools, I mean, what's a tool that you've purchased in the last year uh, for $100 or less that's made a massive impact on your business? Yeah, I think, um, look, there's a tool out there, which is a dynamic remarketing tool um, for Instagram okay. um, called SnapPick. SnapPick. Yeah, right. So that basically, um, let's just say if you're looking at a, you know, denim brand um, online um, and you're spending time looking at denim jackets. Um, You then leave your site and then you're targeted through Instagram and Facebook via ads. Um, But it'll basically pull um, imagery from the brand's Instagram feed and show that to you as advertising purely on denim jackets, right? So it's dynamic retargeting but using imagery from the brand's Instagram feed go in and tag in which imagery you want to present based on category. So, um, yeah, I, that's definitely, you know, the hot tip for that. It might be a little bit over 100 bucks, um, yeah. but... Definitely yeah. worth it? Yeah, definitely worth it. Nice, I'll check Snap it out. Snap pick, it is. Yeah. Snap pick. And I guess what, what sort of issues are you facing at the moment? What's in your current business black box? What problems are you guys trying to solve? Um, I guess one of the key things is because we are an agency and a consultancy engaged to drive growth for our clients and help them reach their full potential through their own growth. Um, one of the problems that you know we're kind of looking at right now is how do we actually better tell our story through yeah, you know our content and you know our website and a deeper engagement of content marketing. So you know similar to what you're doing today at Metigy, I'm very envious of, you know, this situation here because, uh, you know, uh, a podcast is something I'd love to be doing. But, you know, all in, it's a good time. Um, You know, we're a team that's very passionate about delivering results for our clients. So I'm sure we'll get to tell our story out to people soon. But, yeah, that's one of the challenges, really, finding time to do your own brand marketing Yeah. um, as a, you know, and I guess it's a bit of a slow slow burn process as well. You know, you're not getting that instant result, which could make it challenging for you guys. Yeah, I think um, one of the things as well is it's about educating clients about what you do yeah. um, in an interesting and informative way. Yeah, you know, true. Like those 20-second, 30-second little videos um, go a long way to kind of keeping clients engaged along that journey with you. So time for a bit of an abstract question. So if you were given Aladdin's three wishes with the Disney rules, what would you wish for for your clients? Um, so with us and what we do is obviously helping clients to realise their full potential through e-commerce growth and revenue. And it sounds like an easy thing to do, uh, but when you're working with a business owner who um, has multiple things that they're looking after. They're looking after manufacturing and production of product coming into the country. 
they've got staffing, they've got, you know, fulfillment um, issues. It's very hard to have that time to really sit back and have a, you know, deep and engaged conversation beyond an hour or an hour and 15 minutes where you're looking at a document. So I think one of the key things that I would, if I was at Aladdin, I could wish for something, I'd love to have, you know, an environment where you could actually take a client. Um, it could be a place like Byron Bay or, you know. On the I, magic carpet as well? Potentially, <laughs> yeah. You could have a little astroturf there with, a little, you know, a little bit of a um, feng shui happening. But just a place where you could have as an incubator, um, as a house by the ocean, um, mm. you know, share it with other tech people and creatives. But, you know, take clients there for maybe a Thursday to Saturday session, really map out what the objectives are. Yep. but then come back and go back to that place mm. where you define those objectives and really sit down and go, how are we tracking on that? What is our action plans? Um, because Sydney's a very noisy place. For sure. Right? Yeah. So you might be in someone's office, but there's so many distractions mentally happening. So yeah. I think, you know, that's one is, you know, have a crystal clear place that you can do some critical thinking um, and then come back to that place with frequency um, to generate great, I guess, you know, ideas and follow through really. Yeah, awesome. Uh, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. What we're all looking to do is come up with some simple ideas that we can follow through on really effectively with consistency. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. So, and moving on, just uh, do, do you do, do you guys do much reading? Um, can you recommend any books to the audience? Oh, loads. I think um, one of my favorite books that I read probably about 10 years ago now was a book called Lynchpin. Oh, by Seth, Seth Godin, Godin. Nice. yeah, and um, you know, I think for any marketer that wants to kind of jump up from beyond the kind of daily grind of being a marketer to really be noticed and you know push out there and really yeah, you know, take things to be you know I'm the one that people want to you know contact if they've got a problem or you know mm. if they want a challenging you know growth strategy what are they going to do um, yeah. that book really. I think is relevant. Yeah, and I mean, good example as well. I think his daily blog has been going for over seven years. I mean, a blog each day, yeah, which is probably uh, a bit longer than that. Yeah, yeah probably. So. Yeah, and he doesn't say a lot on those blogs sometimes as well. It's just mm. a few articulate thoughts, but yeah, yeah a great mind. Yeah, definitely. Um, another good book to look um, have a look at is Principles by Ray Dalio. Oh, yeah. Which is more about the art of, I guess, thoughtful disagreement. Yeah, and you know having that way of communication around you know because I guess the results these days are all based on one data but the other party's people you know how do you engage with key stakeholders in your own team to get the best out of that you know situation I found it interesting how um, he mentions in the book they record every single meeting at his company and it's available to all staff yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely some... Uh, in- You've read both the books that I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, two awesome books and we'll include everything in the show notes that's been mentioned in this episode as well so you guys can check it out. So uh, coming on to the last question now, Prav, so a bit of a fun one as well and we ask each guest at the end of each episode... So you're on the first flight to Mars with Elon Musk and the first settlers aboard the SpaceX Starship rocket. So what business do you start when you land on Mars and how do you market it to the new Martians? Um, Well, I think business is one of these things that you need to be there and be on the ground to figure out what the actual business is and what you're going to call it. But let's just say the stepping stone to that before we get there is... 
um, I'd probably contact Elon Musk <laughs> and ask him if we could give um, give away a Tesla or something that we could use on Mars similar to a Tesla. Nice. Um, love the brand that Tesla have created, obviously, has you know great prestige. Yep. Um, use that as a magnet to get people to enter a unique experience. So, you know, nice. be driven around in a Tesla around Mars. Um, and all the people that enter, obviously we're going to get their d- database and data. Nice. So every single product that's sold, mm-hmm. uh, once people arrive, um, you know, you're going to be the commercial point there towards, uh, you know, launching a lot of conversations. So and you're going to have the biggest database on Mars as well. Yes, that's it. And you've got the, f- <laughs> you're first. The first. Right? You're the first. <laughs> so there's competitive advantage, there's true data, um, and potentially you could, you know, keep giving away um, different iterations of a Tesla at certain points of, you know, people's um, inhabitants up there. <laughs> oh, awesome answer. Uh, so, I mean, Prav, really appreciate the time that you've given us today and the value that we've dropped to the Medigy audience as well. Oh, so pleasure. How, ca- how can people find you online if they want to get in touch? Yeah, um, thethoughtfulagency.com, um, as well as on Instagram, we're at thethoughtfulagency.com um, or just reach out to me on email, which is prav at thethoughtfulagency.com. Too easy. Once again, thanks, Prav, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the Medigy Marketing Podcast. From Medigy, you've just listened to Forward Thinking. Again, I'm Darren, and Medigy hopes we helped you find more insights and tips into your business. To find out more about Medigy and get a listener-exclusive three-month free trial, visit us at medigy.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, go and check out some more episodes. If you like what you heard, please share a link to another business owner or marketer who you think could get something from this. Also, to help us out, it would be great if you left a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Last, never miss another episode by following or subscribing to us on your favorite podcast player. See you on the next episode.